Hello, 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 and welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Pixelated Sausage Show. Hi, 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 hi. I am, of course, your host, Mark Kushnez. How are y'all doing? I am not doing great. I've been sick, as I talked about last episode, and I only got sicker and sicker. I apologize if there's a lot of sniffling in this here episode. I'm going to try and keep things short because I feel, uh, right now, I feel better. I felt my worst earlier today. I'm recording this significantly late in the typical recording process. It is 9.02 a.m. on Friday, the day this goes up. So very, very late. When I woke up at around four in the morning, I felt nothing. I didn't feel good. I didn't feel bad. I just woke up. And the second I got out of bed, I felt not not dizzy. I felt nauseous, very, very nauseous and wrong. I just felt wrong. I walked to my kitchen. I was going to have something to eat turn on the stove and immediately knew nope nope I I don't know what's happening right now can't do this turn off the the burner and just collapsed to the floor and I laid there for maybe five minutes or so trying to regain a healthy breathing rate and get rid of the nauseous feelings I had and I, I did eventually feel all right. But there were a few minutes there where I thought to myself, eh, maybe, I'm, maybe I actually am dying. Maybe my body is just deciding to shut down. It's decided I don't want to fight anymore. I've had enough. I think it's time I just accepted this illness and let it overtake me and kill me I felt that awful it is the worst I felt in decades it is worse than the awfulness I felt post COVID booster shots which really effed me up for about a day Just it just wasn't fun it, it, this whole week I I feel like my whole body is just shutting down because there's also like some scabby thing on my back that I don't know where that came from. So I'm I'm falling apart physically. My skin is falling apart. My back is incredibly sore, which I think is just related to the illness and my immune system and just everything being on the weaker side. So those those aches and pains are going to be exacerbated. Thankfully, yesterday was my off day, exercise-wise, which means today is an on day. And the question is, we all know where I would be leaning, but the question is, when I get to the, the time that I usually start exercising, am I going to feel okay enough in my head to actually exercise? Or will I feel bad enough that I say I'm taking an extra day off? We all know 
me included, myself included, that I should not exercise at all. I should, until I'm back to close to 100%, I should not even humor the idea of exercising. But, you know, I'm mentally ill. I'm broken. I don't want to say you know anymore. I'm trying to, I want to, you know. I want to get better at removing superfluous words from my vocabulary, from my speech. Those filler words, those words that don't need to be there. And in in many cases, don't add anything to a conversation, to a, a piece of writing, reading. Those words that can be removed and nothing will be lost. In some cases, they make sense from a pleasantry standpoint in that the rhythm of someone's speech can be improved, can be heightened by these filler words. And of course, the the, the most obvious and common filler word is that. That is often not needed. It can be hard to remove it because it just sounds right. And there is a a, a cadence to it, a a specific rhythm feel to that in particular that feels and sounds good. But particular sayings like, you know, you know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? Those can be incredibly exhaustive as you repeat them over and over and over again. And you you notice this amongst various people. As someone who listens to podcasts, watches videos on YouTube, everyone has their own particular collection of words and phrases that they use repeatedly. And I... I'm always striving to be better about that. I know I have things that I do say often. And and this includes the ums and uhs. More so um. Uh, I don't mind as much as um. But it also depends on how frequent you're using it. There are... There are people... I, I think I was listening to IGN's PlayStation podcast recently, and one of the hosts was saying, um, after every eight words or so, you know, um, and, um, 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 that is something I like to always. I'm always striving to improve on that for me, and I think it's something that we should all, whether you're somebody who does podcasts or YouTube videos or anything, it's just in general conversation with people in the real world, it would benefit all of us. But again, those filler words and and stuff like that can serve a purpose. They do provide, depending on the frequency of usage, 
which ones you're using, etc. A more conversational, 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 casual uh, way of, of, of speaking, as opposed to the very potentially sterile and clinical way that you would get if you removed all of them. If you remove all filler words and you're you're going through a, or, or going with a, a very Ernest Hemingway mindset in a sense where it's just the, the facts just get it boom 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 it can then sound very robotic unnatural not human so all things to keep in mind I don't know as you can tell I don't know what the hell to talk about I played a few games but I I continuing to, to push in, in the plex thing it's just this week has been a mess a genuine mess i did wrap up the attack the backlog episode for the punisher i already finished the animal crossing one so i've got those two ones that i still had in the editing process finished which means i can finally move on and start playing a game again something new which i'm going to start with crossfire x Though I believe, unless they change things, if there's some way to do it, to my knowledge, there's no way to play the second campaign, which sucks. Because I've heard that one's a lot better, and I would just like to play that one. I also don't think, unless you already owned it, I believe I bought it, which is why I think I can play it. I'll I'll have to check. The first campaign, Catalyst is no longer free with Game Pass. But potentially when it left Game Pass, they made it free for everyone. It it would be nice if they know they're sunsetting the game, they know they're ending it, make everything free so that people can experience your game before it's gone forever. That would be nice. Will they do it? I don't know. My nose is a little runny. My nose is a little runny. But uh, that's the plan. So I'm gonna I'm gonna play that game, and then I'm going to check out Knockout City and uh... <laughs> what's the other one? What's this Rumbleverse? That the 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 wrestling battle royale. Those are, those are on the docket, the immediate docket, and then after that. I'm not sure. Maybe, maybe. Sonic Unleashed. We will see. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm just glad that I feel a little bit better now so that I was able to record this because at four in the morning, man. Man, oh, man. Did I feel like I was going to die. I've really been powering through Star Trek Voyager I'm almost done with season 4 which feels like it started and ended in a blink of an eye Megan just showed up on Peacock today Friday so I'm going to take a break from Voyager to watch that unless I realize pretty early on that I'm not feeling it but I'm hoping I I like it I I should like it it seems like something I'll, I'll, I'll jive with my hair my hair my hair is all messy 
So yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Everything feels weird. But in terms of what I've been playing, the, the, the state of play happened too. I didn't watch it. I looked at some of the stuff announced. It seemed pretty meh. As far as PlayStation VR stuff goes, they didn't do anything that would get me excited. It's if, if I was interested in PlayStation VR, I would be very, very nervous because there just doesn't seem to be much behind it. And the worst part of it all is that Sony themselves seem to be the least behind it in any strong way. The fact that Astrobot Rescue Mission isn't available day one, ported, the fact that they didn't mention it during the state of play, that it's in the works or coming, give a date, give any information about it. The probably best exclusive game that came out for the first headset. I didn't play it. I didn't play much PlayStation VR, but based on all accounts, that game is incredible. It's Mario 64 a lot of people compared it to. Uh, in terms of quality and impact and, and, and specialness for the particular VR platform. So not seeing that in any way, I thought for sure they'd probably say, hey, don't worry, Astrobot's coming. And, and maybe they'd give a hint of a, a rescue mission too. None of that. No Half-Life Alex, which I didn't expect. A lot of people feel very sure that Valve is going to bring Half-Life Alex to PlayStation VR. But I am of the mindset that they don't really have a reason to. They'll sell some copies, but why? Why? I, I, why put the effort in? I, I think Sony would have to pay them a lot to get that on their platform. I'm just assuming... But I don't, I don't see a reason why Valve would care all that much to get it on PlayStation VR. I think they'd be more so inclined to say, hey, Sony, why don't you make... And this, to me, and I guess the reasoning is that they don't. They want you to, to focus on the PlayStation ecosystem and buying stuff in the PlayStation Store and playing on your PlayStation 5. But PlayStation VR 2 would be so much more enticing. I would legitimately be interested in buying one of them because by all accounts it's an incredible piece of tech a, a fantastic piece of hardware it, it's it, very comfortable everyone says it's the most comfortable they've worn uh, for glasses wear me look at me everyone says it's the most comfortable headset for glasses wears the screens are incredible it's very breathable uh, overall the what is it called? The the light defect or whatever, where, where like light comes in under, like that's a lot improved. Like it just sounds like they knocked it out of the park in terms of the hardware, but the software isn't there. And if they just built in PC compatibility so that you can take it and connect it natively, it, it just works. You don't have like. You don't have to wait for someone to hack it and potentially hope that it'll all work and that the controllers will work. 
if they made it so that you could hook it up to a PC, and especially since they are at a point where they are releasing their games on PC. Not all of them. It's it's a much slower release where like there's you know you don't get them day one. But if if PlayStation VR two could also be hooked up to a PC, I'd be way more interested. I think a lot of people would be way more interested because that opens up the headset to so much more. Sure, you can still make it so that the you can even say that exclusives like the Horizon game, a new Astrobot, those will only ever be on PlayStation 5. You will never be able to play those on PC. So you're still going to need a PlayStation 5 if you want to experience these bespoke, specific design games for this particular headset from us that are of a very, very high quality. You still need a PlayStation 5 for that. You can do that. But opening it up so that I can go to PC and play games, like, I don't, I don't get any sense from Sony and PlayStation VR 2 that there is a very strong backing behind it. And if the headset succeeds, if PlayStation VR 2 succeeds, I think it'll just be because of dumb luck and and crazy fanboyism or something. But that doesn't even seem to be the case. It doesn't help that it's still maybe at this point it's available in stores, a few stores, I don't know. But the fact that for the longest time, maybe potentially still, you could only buy directly through... Like, what are they doing? I don't understand it. It doesn't make any sense. So, that that was a thing. What else happened at the State of Play? There was a Resident Evil 4 footage, which that game looks fan-freaking-tastic. I cannot wait to play that and... Be able to hopefully enjoy Resident Evil 4 for the first time. So, that'll be nice. And then, they had their deep dive into the Suicide Squad game. Which, oh man, that, I don't know about all of y'all, but me, that made me way less excited about the game. It looks like fucking... Suicide Squad, but, or Suicide Squad, well, Suicide Squad, but, as in B-U-T-T, ass, but, how many times can I say, but, Suicide Squad cross the division, or any of those, I don't want to say looter shooters, but just those co-op shooting Destiny likes, Division likes. It's it, it most reminded me of Division with superpowers with supervillains in this case. And it it did absolutely nothing for me. When they said, hey, don't worry, all you people who want to play solo by yourself, you can do it, and your three partners will be AI. The second they said that, I was like, oh, fuck. It's not, if I play by myself, I still have to deal with them it's, it's always going to be squad-based. I can't just play it as a single character and maybe swap them out. 
or whatever. I, I you can swap, I believe, between them all when you're doing that, but you're always gonna have that. It, it's very uh, Ghost Recon, the, the recent Ghost Recons in that sense as well, and that you always have your squad with you. It did nothing for me. It looks like it, it. It could be fun to play. It looks like it could be fun to play. But from the studio that made one of my favorite games of all time, Arkham Asylum, which I, I think is just an incredible, incredible game. It's my favorite of the, the series. Arkham City is also very good. I haven't. I, I do want to check out Arkham Knight at some point, but I kind of want to replay the two previous games so that I have the story fresh in my mind and because they're both fantastic games, especially Asylum, which is just maybe the best 3D Metroidvania, the best triple A ass Metroidvania. It's so fucking good. And to see them making this kind of games as a service looking fucking I don't, I don't know what. And the funny thing about it is that it may be because of the cast that you're playing as these villains and not heroes. The footage I saw in the state of play made me less interested in Suicide Squad than I was already not interested in Gotham Knights when I would see the footage for that. But I, I feel like I was more open to that game than this one, potentially just because you're playing as the various Batmen and women in, in that game, as opposed to Captain Boomerang, Mr. Shark, Deathstroke or something, and, and Harley. But it looks really pretty. There's some great animation in it. But I was surprised by how how much I was not into it. And it's funny, too, because it's very similar, in a sense, to Redfall and how that looked very Destiny-like to me. People, So many people wanted to compare that game to Left 4 Dead and those types of games. But Redfall seemed way more Destiny-ish than... Left for Deadish, but I'm I'm way more interested in what I saw of Redfall than this. Also, everything has purple bits. Shoot the purple bits. Shoot them purple bits. You got a helicopter? Shoot the purple bits. Purple bits. Purple bits. So yeah, that was the state of play. Nothing. Nothing stood out other than Resident Evil Four that I can think of. Baldur's Gate 3 could be fun. I don't know. I guess it hasn't been announced for Xbox yet, so. I'm sure it's coming at some point. Maybe it's a time exclusive. And I I saw somewhere in a, a news post. I'm one Street Fighter 6, I'm so fucking excited for it. But they I guess have Well, maybe it's with PC, I don't know. I don't know, I'm trying to think. I, I just saw a time exclusive with Final Fantasy 16, and it got me wondering, wait, what? Time exclusive for what console? Is that officially, have they announced that that's going to be coming to Xbox at some point? Because we're still, 
I'm still waiting for fucking Final Fantasy VII Remake. <sighs> Time to exclude my ass. Bullshit rumors. I don't understand Square. Is it is it ever coming or not? God damn it. Anywho, in terms of what I've been playing, so I can wrap this episode up, that hopefully is entertaining enough. I didn't want to skip any episode ever because I hate doing that. I'm a workaholic in that sense. I did check out Aka the latest game from Jeff Mintar and Lama Soft, who is very well known for all of his very visually stimulating games, his arcade games. Like, he did that Minotaur game and some other ones. But Aka-R is maybe the most visually stimulating game I have ever played in my entire life. It can be incredibly overwhelming. There is so much going on on screen, so many flashing lights. You can turn them off to a point. I didn't test it out myself, but I know in the description it says... You can lower certain settings to make it more accessible for people because at its default settings, if you're someone who suffers from epilepsy, any kind of seizure thing, you will you will die. This game will kill you. It is just so intense. But it's very, very pleasant to look at if you enjoy that kind of stuff. And I... I really liked what I was seeing when I was playing the game. The game itself is pretty simple. You control a turret in the middle of the screen and there will be various play areas that you are defending from these orbs or whatever that are attacking you and things will eventually show up that can fire at you. The, 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 the initial kind of weak enemies you just place bombs and 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 when you place a bomb and and destroy one of the regular enemies they they become they they set off a chain reaction that is very missile commandy so they'll set off an explosion that if it hits another enemy that'll kill them and then it'll set off another explosion and you can create these incredible change and that's that's the point of the game that's how you score the highest and that's what you want to do it's a game where you want to be as passive as possible in the sense that every time you use a bomb it resets your multiplayer so the idea is to set off one bomb start a chain reaction and hopefully keep that chain reaction going for good with every enemy you kill with the chain reaction you gain a bullet that you can use to destroy certain enemies that can only be destroyed with your your bullets as opposed to the bombs. And the bullets, and, and this is where there, there's a nice balance, the bullets do not reset your multiplayer. So there, it, it's this really fun dynamic and, and visual spectacle of, of watching, of creating these chain reactions, watching them play out, and using your, your bullets and your, your turret to keep the chain reaction going without having to use your bombs. You have to, uh, 
your turret doesn't take any damage itself. You can get hit, I think, with projectiles, but I don't know if they actually damage the turret itself. What you have to protect is below in, it sort of reminds me of flow for PS3. You have the lower stage and I believe 16 orbs that are constantly just spinning around in a circle that you have to protect. And they're safe on their own for the most part, but if an enemy gets too close to the middle, I think if they, if they invade your space, if they get within your little shield that is covering your, your turret, they'll go down below and start trying to steal your orbs. When this happens, on screen, you have to be very aware. It's a game where you have to be very aware of everything happening on screen. So, despite all of the visual spectacle and craziness happening on screen, you have to pay attention to the words that are showing up because you'll get supportive words like, "Man, your mother should your mother your mother must be so proud of you." That was a really awesome chain. And so there's there's a lot of supportive words that are happening, but also if uh, an enemy goes down into your base i'll just call it it'll say on screen intruder alert intruder alert and you have to go down to to shoot them around and when and when you're in there you're just automatically firing you're another turret down there that's automatically firing and you just rotate and are killing all them enemies down there and once you kill every intruder it automatically sends you back top you don't have to remember to send yourself back to the top and it's it's fun it's really fun until I got to a point and that point was around level 10 where it could just be that I'm bad at the game that's very likely and I may just have to put more time into it get used to some things and get better at it gotta get good as the kids say but around level 10 I kept getting into these frustrating loops of enemies intruding the space below, me having to go down there to kill them all, then when I'm automatically sent up, because when when you're down below killing the intruders, getting rid of them, up top isn't frozen. There's still shit happening up there. So I'd be down below, getting rid of the intruders. When I get rid of all of them, it would send me back to the top. But at that point, there'd already be some enemies that are so close to my thing that they would get right up on me and intrude the space again and then I'd have to go back down and I would be stuck in this loop of constantly having to stay down below and kill the intruders then get automatically sent to the top and then have to go immediately back down and defeat the new intruders and that wasn't fun I did not enjoy that loop again it could just be my lack of skill there are 50 levels in total and as you complete a level it unlocks it as a new starting point, so you can't start all the way at the very beginning level or any of the levels you've completed. But it's it's so pretty. I love looking at it so very, very much. And it is fun to play. It's mechanically incredibly simple. You just have up top. So below, you have your turret, and it, it's auto-firing, so all you do is rotate it which another frustrating thing about that is that it seems to move very slowly i don't know why it seems 
like you're kind of stuck in mud down there, which is a little frustrating when you're trying to fight enemies and you just want to like fucking come on, come on, come on. And it's just not working. Up top, you control an on-screen uh, crosshair and that is where you're firing. Uh, the default controls are you press A and I'm playing on Xbox, so you press A to fire a bomb, to shoot off a bomb, or you hold A to shoot bullets. You can, if you'd prefer to have two buttons, uh, to have the, the two actions separated to their own individual buttons, you can set it so that A is bullets and B is bombs. But I found that it works very well to have it mapped to the same, the same button. It's not hard to press versus hold. And I never found myself accidentally firing a bomb when I wanted to shoot bullets and killing my chain, my multiplier accidentally. I never had that issue. And it made it much more convenient so that I didn't have to move my thumb even uh, uh, and waste any time at all between the two buttons. So I think the single button setup works very well. That's it. That's that. Those are the controls. Left analog stick to, to move the the crosshair around the screen. And when power-ups come up, what I like too is that at first I thought, oh, I'm going to have to shoot the power-ups and I'm going to have to hit them in order to get them. Nope. Just scroll the, the crosshair over a power-up and you get it. And, and power-ups can be some form of health or this lightning ability that will automatically kill enemies that get within a certain range it's a it's a very cool game ah oh my god ah. I, I i like it a lot the the biggest potential hurdle i'd say is i think it's 20 dollars, and for what it is this relatively simple arcade game that doesn't i i don't believe there are any additional modes so i think it's just all the levels and the ability to start at any level you 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 beat. I think that's a bit of a big ask for most people. So unless you're a hardcore arcade aficionado, unless you're a big Jeff Mentor fan, if you find the visual language of the game incredibly appealing, that might be a bit more than you're you're going to be willing to spend on a game like this which is too bad and I, I may be wrong i may be thinking of a different game but if it is twenty dollars eh, your your mileage will vary but it, it's worth looking into it's it's a very unique game and again maybe the most visually stimulating game i've ever played so if you like visual simulation, you can't do much better than Aka oh. And the other game I almost played was We Were Here Forever. And I almost played this one because I did not realize it is a co-op only game. So it is very much like A Way Out or It Takes Two where you have to play with another person. It's I don't believe it's going to be similar to those in having it always be split screen, even playing it 
online or anything like that. But when I booted the game up, it had the options of friend, random, or something else. Search, I don't know. And when I realized that, because the, the intention, the, I was planning to play with my father, but post-stroke, it's clear that it's going to be quite a while before he's able to play games again of any kind of significant complication. You know, any any game that is complicated to a certain because he struggled even playing Forza Horizon uh, when I, I I gave him no when I gave him uh, the controller to play some Need for Speed Unbound is that the new one he was he was having a lot of difficulty and he may it pains me to even think about this he may never be able to handle games of a certain complexity ever again I'm hoping that's not the case it just may take a lot of time because this is going to be a long road ahead for all uh, for us me and him but I, I can't play this game with him now so it's left me at a place where the idea of playing with a random is incredibly unappealing and I have to See if I can find someone I know who might be interested in playing it with me. So we'll we'll shelve that for now. And in the same sense, any of my 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 friends who are listeners, if you if you might be interested in playing, because I think all of them are cross play too. So even if you have them on PC, it's the the we were here games like it's a, it's a series i believe of four or five games so i would i would be genuinely and very interested in playing through all of them if anyone would like to do that the last person i played a game with co-op is conan we played it takes two together and man that was some of the best co-op i've ever experienced outside of the magnet area fuck that area <laughs> I, I just don't like that area because that, that is the part of our experience together. Because we, we played it too without using voice chat. I was streaming it so he could hear me, but I couldn't hear him. And I would just see in the chat every now and again. But we did, I think, a pretty good-ass job of playing the game and working together despite not verbally communicating. Except in that area where I felt like I was such a fucking weak link piece of crap garbage player and I was embarrassed for myself and I hated it and I just wanted to get out of that area as fast as possible because I just felt like I was letting Conan down I was letting everyone down and I fucking hated it what a great game though what a great game but that's it in terms of what I've been playing all my jazz so let's uh, wrap things up there was a Patreon question but we went over it quite extensively in the discord when I was also going to Potentially stream for patrons only. Yeah, that's right. If I ever stream again, it's just going to be for the patrons. Screw the rest of y'all. This is a way of me saying, you want to see me stream anytime soon? You better pay, biatch. No, 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 no. Uh, but we, we talked about it pretty extensively. The question was, what are some shows that ended too early 
and I'll, I, and off that point as well, what are some shows that have gone on too long, that, that went on too long? I would just say that amongst all the games, or the, the shows that we talked about in the Discord and mentioned and the ones that I brought up, my number one is and always will be Keen Eddie. I fucking adored Keen Eddie, and that ended way too early. I, I think that only had eight or so episodes that aired on TV and then the rest that were unaired were released on DVD because I think there are 12 episodes in total. It's a four-disc DVD set, so presumably that's that would either be 12 or 16 episodes, but 16 episodes seems too much, so I think it's 12. It's such a great show. Mark Valley, Sienna Miller, other people. Love that show so very, very much. And Mark Valley is just kind of, he's also in Human Target, which ended too soon. Fox, there was, a, there was a point where Fox was just fucking ending everything. Almost Human, Human Target, Keen Eddie, The Good Guys, I believe. The Good Guys might have been NBC, I'm not sure. But what I uh, I brought it up mostly because the other side of the question, the the inverse, but what's a show or what are some shows that have gone on too long? I only want to mention one, Grey's Anatomy, and I mentioned that one because that show uh, that show apparently that show still exists, and I guess finally Meredith, the main character, is leaving. Because I've seen some ads on something or other where it's like, oh, the, the farewell episode. And every time I see any kind of advertisement for that show, all I can think is, that that show's still on? They're still making new Grey's Anatomy? That, it has to be 20 plus seasons deep at this point. It has to be one of the longest running, most successful shows at this point. I feel like, at this point, Grey's Anatomy is more akin to a daytime soap opera, but in the evening, than a regular 40-minute drama or whatever. But also, I don't know when it airs. I don't know if it's an ex- uh, like some streaming exclusive at this point. I, I don't know where you watch it, because I'm not watching that shit. I'm not interested in it. But Grey's Anatomy has gone on way too long. When a show is still happening and all you can think every time you you remember it's still happening is, I can't believe that's still happening or I completely forgot that was still happening or that's still happening. That's too long. And you know what else is too long? This episode. I thought this was going to be a shorty. And it's gone on for almost 45 minutes. It will be after I go through the outro thing because uh, I am, of course, your host, Marcus Nez. Y'all can find me on pretty much everywhere at PX Sausage. If you'd like to find all my links of import and all that good jazz, you can go over to PXSausage.com. That'll get you everywhere you want to go, including the Patreon, which is patreon.com slash PXS. And that is where you go if you'd like to support me and all the nonsense I make. So if you enjoy this show or attack the backlog, second runs, etc., uh, enjoy any future content I make, if you, if you would just like to support me, that is where you would go. And with 
of backing at the $3 or higher tier. You get the ability to ask me questions for this here show that I will answer on the podcast potentially, or maybe we might have a nice fun discourse with everyone involved on the old Discord. So if that sounds appealing, you can do that as well. But for the most part, it's just showing you support if you enjoy what I do. And I appreciate every single one who already backs the Patreon and anyone who's ever considered it. Of course, if you don't, that's fine too. still love you. I love everyone. Anyone who consumes my content and enjoy it, I love you all equally. I appreciate the hell out of it. I appreciate everyone who's stuck with me during this this more trying time where I feel like the content I've been making has been of a lesser quality. People will argue that I, I'm being too harsh on myself. And that that's, you know, again, remember, I talked about lit last time. I'm, I'm on worst side of me. But uh, yeah, that is again, patreon.com slash PXS. But that will do it really, really, really for this here episode. So for now. Uh, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. As always. Thank you for watching or listening. I hope you enjoyed this here episode. And for now, but not yet for now, one, hope you have a lovely rest of your day and an absolutely lovely weekend. So now for now, adios, arrivederci, bye. Thank you.